Well, hello, my loves, and welcome to this very gorgeous episode of your Manchester, the podcast edition, everybody. Oh, yes, we've got a wonderful show lined up for you. On the show today, we're talking to the very gorgeous Lucy Jones, the very fabulous Mr. Rob Madge, and the very delectable Mr. Kev Rock. All that plus so much more, only on your Manchester. This gorgeous person out, everybody. Yes, she's been in Les Mis. Yes, she's been in Legally Blonde. And now she's in the touring production of Waitress. Her name's Lucy Jones. I think, um, well, when the music is amazing. The music's written by Sarah Bareilles, who is a Grammy winning, a, a Grammy award winning, sorry, um, writer and artist. And so the music is very catchy and it's full of heart. But I think the main reason why people love it so much is that the characters that we're playing... They're not perfect. They're definitely flawed. They're very human. And they're going through things that we quite often see as parallels to our lives and whether they're not the exact same things. It's written in such a way that we really feel for these people and we feel like we are them. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's really done very well. It's really done. Well. So what would you say for those that haven't seen this or are new to this, what would you say this story is? What would entice these people to come and watch this brilliant show? Oh, well, I don't want to give too much away. It's one of those that uh, I don't know anyone who's seen the show and hasn't liked it. Genuinely, I've got some very honest friends, let me tell you. Uh, and they all come and they love it. And even people who aren't into musicals will come and love it. It's very accessible. Like I say, it's very human. So I play Jenna, who's a waitress in a small town diner in South of America. So I get talked like this all day. It's real lazy and I kind of like it. I really think it's like that kind of Matthew McConaughey gorgeous kind of thing. It's, it's so fun. I love doing it. Um, and so I play Jenna, who is in, unfortunately, in an abusive relationship. She finds out she's pregnant and she goes to see her gynecologist. And we watch what unfolds with that story. Um, and I don't want to give too much away because if, if, you, if you like the shock factor, then you will laugh, cry, dance, smile. It, it does everything for you that you want out of a show. And big numbers in this, isn't there? Big numbers, but big numbers with heart. Every single one of them seems to have, um, not a message, because that sounds rather condescending, but a meaning and a, and a purpose behind them. Yeah, no, not con- doesn't sound like condescending at all, but it, it really it is that way. And they've all got... Um, They've all got a real kind of thread. The thread through the show is very clear and it it clings everything together really nicely. Um, The songs that I sing um, are probably my favourite songs that I've ever sung in any shows. And I'm definitely not the only one that feels that way. I can hear the the seagulls around you there. Whereabouts are you at the moment? (laughs) I'm in Eastbourne. um, And to get signal, I've opened my window. (laughs) <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. That's Eastbourne for you. Of course, you won't have that problem when you come to Manchester. We have all the best high-tech things going here. And oh, yeah. uh, perhaps, perhaps also suggest you a little coffee shop as well called Ezra and Gil that perhaps you could pop to. I thought I'd get that little promo in there. Uh, so it's a marvellous show. Now, what for you is the favourite song for you to perform within this show? Uh, she Used To Be Mine is my favourite song in the show. It comes uh, about halfway through Act 2. It's our like, 11 o'clock number, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it is, in my opinion, a perfect song. It's so well written. 
uh, and it's a gift to sing. And there's not a dry eye in the house, including mine. Uh, every time I sing it, I cry. It's just beautiful. So the show still affects you then with the story and everything then? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I've been doing it on and off for about two and a half years and I still get to that point in the story. And I don't know if it's like a... Um, I'm, I'm a woman, I'm a feminist. I've not been in a physically abusive relationship or, you know, uh, I don't want to say what she does, but like the other things that yeah. she does, I've not kind of done those things, but I really feel very connected with my character. And it sounds so cheesy, but I really do. Cause she's, she's just a normal gal and she's just dealing with stuff. And it's, it's really, it's really kind of, it's really human. I hate to say the word human again. It's, I'm so boring, but it's, it, I really do still feel it every single day when I do it. This is what I mean by the, the way that some of these musicals these days are dressed up as a bit, you know, high tech, a bit modern, a bit, you know, a bit this. But this one, I have to say, I've done lots of research. I haven't seen it yet. I'm coming seeing it when you get here. Uh, but it is absolutely beautiful from what I've seen so far. And that song itself, uh, well, that's up there now with the um, the likes of Defying Gravity and On My Own, of course. So it's... Yeah. Gives you an idea where we are with this type of show. Yeah, and you're you're absolutely right. It's simply done. The show is simply done, and the set is very natural. We're in a diner, or we're in a house, or we're at a bus stop. You know, we're not like um, I went to see Back to the Future at the weekend, mm -hmm. and it was incredible. And we are like the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of like light and pizzazz and spectacle in that way. But in terms of like the choreography and the the natural like movement of the show and the way that things come on and off the stage. And it's just stunning. I honestly, I, I really mean it. Nobody has come to see the show and said to me, didn't love it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's real um, crowd pleaser. And how long are you with the show for Lucy? I will be in the show until December, so I've got five or six more venues. And two of those weeks are in Manchester, which I'm really looking forward to. Of course. Best place oh. to be. Are you looking for, have you been to Manchester before? You're looking forward to anything in particular doing in yeah, Manchester? I have. Um, I did Legally Blonde in Manchester and loved it. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to having a bit more time to explore the Northern Quarter. Um, oh, yes. I was there last time, but I, it was just kind of in and out. But I've got two weeks this time bit more free time um, and I'm a bit more comfortable that Legally Blonde I was at the start of my run <clears throat> so I needed to kind of concentrate on what I was doing of an evening a little bit more than I do now I've got a few more hours during the day to kind of be Lucy and just do my thing so I'm really looking forward so we spoke to uh, quite a few of our viewers and they've asked us to ask you and if you don't want to do it just say I'm not doing it but we would like just a couple of lines from that beautiful song that you did mention if possible oh gosh okay <clears throat> Um, and it's not what I asked for If I'm honest, I know I would give it all back for the chance to start over And rewrite an ending or two For the girl that I knew It's lovely bobbing along on the beautiful by the sea Yes, indeed! It is the wonderful bed knobs and broomsticks that's here in Manchester. And it's wonderful. It's sensational. It is fantastic. Equally sensational, equally fantastic is this gentleman, Mr. Rob Madge. Yeah, um, it's a brand new Disney musical adapted from the film. I think it came out in the 70s, the original film with Dame Angela Lansbury. And, um, and now they've turned it into a musical with brand new songs, some magical puppetry and amazing special effects. Really fun. <laughs> How do you go about taking something so 
heavily relying on special effects and put it on the stage? What can we expect? Um, so the magic is something that none of the audience can ever work out, and we're very proud of that. Um, it's, a lot of it is done with really cool stagecraft, with puppetry. With We've got an amazing illusion team. Um, people from the, the guys that did Harry Potter and the Cursed Child are the same people that are doing the Bedknobs magic. So you'll be in for a, a spectacular evening of how did they do that, I hope. That's what I like. I like that. And who are you um, portraying in this then? I play a role called Norton, a fish. <laughs> and a Norton, fish? Norton, a fish. He's, uh, <laughs> he, he's sort of the, the, the MC of the beautiful briny ballroom. So imagine Cabaret meets Phoenix Nights is what I'm going for. Love it. That's basically sums up my CV. Um, so it's exciting. And we're re- the songs of the All Stay. We've got Beautiful Briny Sea. we got Beautiful Briny Sea. We'll be bobbing along. Bobbing along. Uh, Portobello Road, that's in there as well. Portobello Road, yeah. And there's a few new songs been added as well, I believe. Yeah, there are some new songs. Neil Bartram and Brian Hill have written music and lyrics to go alongside the original Sherman Brothers score. And they blend in so seamlessly, they could be written by the same people. Um, so there is new songs as well. And all the old classics. So what... What's drawn you to doing this then? We, we obviously know you're a big fan of Disney. What's drawn you to being part of this sensational show? Well, I actually wrote a musical of Bedknobs and Broomsticks when I was a child. Uh, I always thought it would be a great show and I actually sent it off to Cameron McIntosh and put it in a li- little jiffy bag, um, which he, he politely declined. <laughs> um, so when they announced that the show was actually happening, I thought, well, thank God, where's my commission? Um, so <laughs> I'm glad that it's finally happened. And I just said to my agent, I'd love to get an audition for it. Um, and I got one and then I got it and I was chuffed. I just, I think it's a long time in the making, this one. Um, yeah. So that's on with us for, for a few weeks now here at the, um, at the Palace. And uh, it's going to be a sensational one. But we can't let you go today without talking about your own wonderful social media activities. I mean, you're all over it, aren't you? I am literally everywhere. I'm riddled. Why Why are you so passionate about doing all these videos? Uh, Well, it started in lockdown, really, because I had nothing else to do. Right. (laughs) Um, And I just missed, I missed the connection that we had with an audience. And I love making people laugh. And it was just so hard to do that when, you know, when you haven't got that audience, when it's taken away from you. So I just tried to, tried to make people laugh on Twitter every now and then. And, uh, made some great friends out of it and it's it's been great and it's only yeah only the past year or so that it's really started for me and i'm enjoying it just a giggle in it <laughs> it is a giggle but they're fantastic i mean you are quite an inspiration to a lot of people of our um age demographic shall we say because it's clear to everybody that you've you've stuck with it and you stuck to your guns and you've worked your way through this industry known as show business what would you suggest to people that want to get involved in show business that are younger, that maybe a bit, you know, getting a bit of grief, that want to be part of it? Oh, well, all that grief that you might be getting is, is nonsense. All that matters is what you want to do. And, and if you really want to do it, it'll happen for you. Um, just work hard, keep going, try, try everything, try all the opportunities you can get. And, um, and you'll, you'll get somewhere. It's, it's, it's a great job to be in. I, I enjoy it. It's amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time today. As always, just 
a legend. A legend, Mr. Madge. A legend. And you. Thanks for having me. We will catch up with you throughout the bottom of the beautiful Brimey Sea very, very soon. Comedy time. We're speaking to Kev Rock about the comedy festival over in West Didsbury. Over three days, 29th to the 31st of October in uh, little leafy West Didsbury. We're, We're bringing some of the biggest and best comedians in the UK to, to do some nice, intimate shows for us. So who do we expect to see there then? Yeah, so uh, we have got uh, circuit legend Tony Law. I'm massively uh, excited about that one. A uh, bit of a, a cult figure on the comedy circuit and as seen on Mock the Week. And uh, yeah, have I got news for you? Loads and loads of other great shows like that. We've got Glenn Moore from Mock the Week as well. He's an Edinburgh comedy uh, award nominee uh, Matt Richardson you might remember him from Extra yeah um, yeah there's one show that he did and he's a, an amazing stand-up as well Laura Lex uh, Lauren Patterson yeah loads of people but, but proper they're all proper proper comedians so it's a full weekend is it running in the evening is it running in the daytime how is it going to be working yeah so majority of the shows are nighttime friday saturday and late sunday afternoon into nighttime uh, but we have also on the sunday got family shows that are on as well uh, from 12 o'clock midday uh so they're for all ages can come along to those um really cheap as well we're giving those away they're just three pounds a ticket um Brilliant. But just to get yeah lo- loads of people down and and again to see award-winning family comedians and uh, nutty noah who, for any of your uh, viewers who are big fans of Crackerjack, I'm sure they yeah. are. Uh, the yeah. new version they put on, not the, not the old yeah. one. Back not the Stu Francis version back in the day, no. <laughs> uh, it sounds but, like yeah, it's going to be amazing. So it's a full weekend programmed in. You mentioned there are some rising stars. Um, who are the rising stars that are going to be part of this? Yeah, so what we do every festival and really important to us with with loads of our gigs, uh, they're always amazing pro lineups with people off the telly, basically. Um, But we also champion new acts coming through as well. Um, So because of this, a couple of years ago, we actually started uh, our own new comedian of the year competition. Um, So we even managed to run that during during COVID uh, last year because we did an online version of it with all the comedians performing remotely um and it shows the the reach of doing stuff online because we actually had about thirty-five thousand people that watched the the final of that live online uh last year when we were all all locked in inside still but uh this year we've been able to do the real version of it so we've just finished last week the the fourth heat of four to pick our new acts going through uh, and these are people that have been performing between one and three years um but my radar must have been on because two of the acts that we've put through to the final uh, just this week have got through to the BBC New Comedy Awards final themselves as well. So we've done some good scouting there. We've picked out some good people. So it's going to be on in West Disbury then. Whereabouts in West Disbury will we be able to find these wonderful shows? How do we get involved in it? Yeah, so we've got three venues that we're running this year. Uh, The the cancelled version of it for 2020, we were... 40 shows across eight venues and we'll get back to that in 2022 we're we're easing ourselves back in <laughs> a little bit gently uh shall we say just to get over uh everything that has been going on uh but yeah so we're running in three venues the albert club uh the west Didsbury club and Wivy public hall institute 
Um, they're all in or around Burton Road in West Didsbury. And I, I guess this is one of the great things and kind of like the ethos behind the festival as well is that these are like intimate venues, you know, 100 people, 120 people max. And the acts that you'll be seeing, uh, you know, you normally sat in the Lowry, basically. You know, you could be in Rome, yeah. L or M, and, and that can be a fantastic experience. But this is this is like up close and personal with, as we said, you know, some of, some of the, the top people that you'd see at the biggest venues and the biggest clubs in the country. It sounds terrific. Uh, how do people go about getting tickets for this? Uh, yeah, probably most people are on Facebook, aren't they? Or if not, a, a little Google search will, will do it for you. Uh, Facebook or Google, just type in West Didsbury Comedy Festival uh, and that will take you through to either our Facebook page or our website online. And all the, the links are on there. As I said, tickets start at £3 and there's student discounts for any students that are tuning in as well. And plenty of beer and alcohol, I'm sure, alongside yeah, these fabulous I'm, comedy nights as well. I'm going to save myself till the, the Sunday night, but I might <laughs> I might partake at the end of the weekend, I think, yeah. It's got to be done after all the hard work. You've plenty definitely got to be done for now. Kev Rock, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Super. Thank you very much. Well, we promised you a fun pack show, and that's what we have delivered. Make sure you tell all your friends you're Manchester. It really is where the city comes to talk. Take care, and I'll see you very, very soon. Ta-ta! <laughs>